All right, everyone. Hey, I am Sergio from the Dodgeball Podcast, and here with me I have... Hey, this is Cameron Parkey, of, formerly of Smash, currently of Arsenal. So you uh, picked up from Arsenal after 2019? Yep, after 2019, I uh, got reached out from Arsenal to join the squad. Haven't officially played as a full squad yet. We did play at the, uh, uh, like, half of our squad played at the tune-up tournament last time uh but yeah full squad's coming soon though <laughs> <laughs> you're talking about the the ndi right yes the ndi tournament yeah uh how'd you guys do did pretty well um with considering we only had like i said a portion of the squad we had to pick up some other people just to kind of fill in some slots but um that the whole point of that was just kind of getting used to everybody getting used to playing with each other and it was a good time oh, nice you kind of forget in 2020 that there was some dodgeball to be had before every uh, before the shutdown happened, but um, that's actually good. You got to at least play with some of your uh, new teammates there, and got some you know playing time on the uh, on the court to get some synergy. Yeah. Can't wait to see what that uh, Arsenal lineup looks like, though. Oh man, I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we get into that, uh, let's get some of the preliminaries out of the way. Uh, so what's your jersey number and what's the story behind it? Yeah, so my jersey number for as long as I remember has always been number eight. Um, I don't know why I picked it. It was just like a number that stuck with me as a kid. I think it was just like the first number I got and I, I just held on to it. Um, and plus I noticed like a lot of the greats also used number eight, Kobe, of course. Um, hey. And it's symmetrical. It looks good on a jersey. Like, <laughs> Big fan of that number. <laughs> So it, it wasn't any, like, uh, coercion from Steve? You just had that number your whole life? Yeah, just had that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. Just had it my whole life. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah. If you know Steve, you know he loves a number eight. So um, anytime someone mentions that, I always wonder if he somehow coerced them into it. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, yeah, I, I would agree. Like looking back, a lot of great players I know have worn that number. Uh, you mentioned Kobe. A, that's the goat. Absolutely. Um, you, uh, I would say, who else wore number eight? Uh, Clint Dempsey, who used to play for um, Team USA's men's soccer team. Okay. And yeah, yeah. actually, his last team he played with uh, was Seattle Sounders, and that was the jersey number he wore. So yeah, it's there's a, good... a lot of greatness attached to that number. I'll, I'll give it that. Absolutely. um and you said you had been playing for arsenal um care to share who's on that uh team yeah i don't know if we've officially posted a roster or not so i don't know if i'm gonna get in trouble for talking about it but um it's a lot of the same people as usual of course we got like brett eric um alex Corey are still there um we got urson now uh robert and marco Nice. So, yeah. So I'm excited to play with this group. I'm excited to play with a team that has a, lo- a lot more experience than I have. Because um, on Smash, like Smash was a bunch of people that we all had like, relatively around the same amount of like dodgeball experience. And um, it's good to kind of mix it up a little bit. Nice. So you mentioned um, you finally uh, joined sort of a more experienced uh, roster. Um, when did you start playing dodgeball and how did that come about? 
Yeah. Um, I actually started playing back in 2016 was the first time I played. Uh, there was a... So I was just scrolling through Facebook and I noticed like one of my work friends was going to a dodgeball charity tournament for the Make-A-Wish Foundation. And I was like, oh, that sounds super cool. Like, how do I get in on that? So I hit him up uh, and he's like, oh, yeah, like you should definitely come out. We actually play like every week. We have a league that plays, but we're just doing this one off tournament. You should come out and play, like bring some people. Um, you'll have a good time. So I was like, all right, cool. So I tried my best to like round up some people. Uh, for this tournament, I was trying to get people at work, trying to get my friends. Everybody had an excuse. They're like, oh, I'm too old. Like, I don't want to hurt myself. Like, blah, 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 my shoulder, all this other stuff. And I'm like, man, I can't get anybody to come play with me. So I was like, all right, forget it. At least I'll have like one person I know from work that's going to be there. Um, so I show up. I call my friend. I'm like, hey, uh, I'm at the tournament. I got there pretty early. They were still setting stuff up. I was like, hey, um, like, what do I do? How do I get signed up? Where are you at? And he's like, oh, yeah, the tournament's today. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean the tournament's today? He's like, oh, yeah, I won't be there. He's like, it's fine. <laughs> I'm like, all right. He's like, it's fine. Just go look for this, like, mean-looking short lady. She'll sign you up. She's nice. So um, she'll get you set up and get you, get you on a team. And I was like, all right, whatever, fine. So I get signed up. Uh, they put me, like, on a random team. And they're like, yeah, we're going to put you on this team. Each team's going to have a captain. Um, and each of the captains were like people that played in the league already. So they're like, yeah, we're going to set you up with the, the captain. The captain you have is uh, this guy named Kenny. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. So I meet Kenny for the first time. Uh, I end up playing on his team. Um, and like one of the first things Kenny ever says to me is like, all right, you look athletic, so you're going to run. It's not because I, it's not because you're black. I think I just think you're fast. <laughs> <laughs> and that is one of the very first conversations I've ever had with Kenny. <laughs> wow. So yeah, so I started running, started playing. Uh, we did terrible. Our team like had no idea what to do, what we were doing. We just had a, but we had a blast the whole time. Um, and then as we kept playing throughout the day, like I, I noticed like people were starting to leave after they lost and everything. But like I got super interested in watching like all these other teams that like the teams actually showed up in like matching jerseys or shirts and things like that. And I was like watching the way that they play. And I was like, oh, they actually take this like seriously. This is legit. So I sat and watched all the way into the finals. Um, and it was just like mesmerizing watching like, oh, there's like some strategy to this. Like I could get in on this. Um, and then one of the people actually approached me and was like, hey, you should come play in our league, come play with us. Uh, and ever since then, I've been playing every week as possible and wasted a lot of money <laughs> on dodgeball <laughs> <laughs> uh, since that day. So uh, yeah, I've just been hooked ever since then. Wow. So um, the person you work with, do they still play? Nah, uh, so the person I worked with, his name was Ron. Uh, he used to play for a while. Um, he played a lot of, like, rec league sports. He played uh, flag football, kickball, dodgeball, everything. Uh, but he ended up getting, like, injured. I think he tore his ACL in flag football or something like that. And I, he hasn't really been playing much of anything lately. So, but shout out to him for getting me into dodgeball. Appreciate him. Him and Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mean looking short lady. That wouldn't be Grace, would it? No, 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 it wasn't Grace. Uh, someone else that I'd rather not mention. Uh. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm like, he doesn't look mean. I'm like, <laughs> uh, <yeah>. but, um, 
gotta gotta love Kenny, huh? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, I'll share what he told me, but I'll, that there's no way I can like PC that. <laughs> I'll share. I'll share that off camera. That was, okay. As soon as, as, as soon as you said that, what, what he told you, I'm like, yeah, that's Kenny. Nope, that's um, totally Kenny. <laughs> Same person. <laughs> so. <laughs> Now that we're kind of like on the topic, um, Kenny, to my knowledge, he runs a, like a lot of the social media out in uh, Cactus, does he? Yeah, absolutely. He does a lot of the videos that you see. He brings, he has his own like a camera equipment. He does this uh, professionally as well outside of that. So um, he definitely knows his stuff. <laughs> uh, so to anyone um, who, who don't know, um, Cameron actually is from what what part of from Arizona are you? Anything we get there? Uh, I'm in Phoenix. Okay, so you're in Phoenix. Okay, yeah. Because cool. for me, Phoenix, Tucson, they all kind of blend together. Um, <laughs> so Kenny uh, runs a social media uh, social media behind Cactus Dodgeball, and when we had Dodgeball, <laughs> sad to say that when we had Dodgeball, like it would be like a weekly thing where they, he would show highlights and even some funny fails. <laughs> so if you guys want to follow cactus dodgeball they're on instagram they're on facebook pretty sure they have a youtube <laughs> oh absolutely like, yeah just... not to brag but i feel like we are definitely killing it in the social media space as far as dodgeball goes um so yeah definitely check out the clips there's a lot of fails of myself on there as well so it's <laughs> <laughs> <is> pretty common <laughs> <laughs> so okay um you kind of just skipped over to what i was going to ask next because now you mentioned kenny um do you have any highlights or fails that uh that you uh were were in um cactus wise or like yeah in general? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, let, let's stick with cactus and then we'll talk about in general <laughs> right uh yeah cactus wise the one that's seems to get posted a lot is i missed a like the super hot it was like two versus one uh i forget who was playing with me someone threw a shot it bounced off of the blocker in front of me and went super high um and i went to catch it should have been an easy catch and you can see like steve is like on his way to come he's next in he's like ready to come in uh, but the ball just had so much spin on it that it just like it just spun directly out of my lap and was just it was just gone. And you can just see everybody on my team just completely defeated myself. I just put my head down on the floor in shame. Like, <laughs> I've seen that clip so many times. It gets posted way too much. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, Kenny. Um, <laughs> I know what clip you're talking about because it actually just popped up on my phone. <laughs> see <laughs> that's what i'm talking about so in real time to kind of describe it in real time you see everyone's reaction but then they play the catch again or they play the fail again because it's an epic fail <laughs> and they cue to everyone's individual reaction to highlight how bad it was <laughs> like you see people like turn their head you see someone like jump in the you jump in the court and then jump right out <laughs> You see people in the crowd just kind of turn their head like, yeah, that was a fail. But I think that was, what, 2019? Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad okay. uh, I get to relive that as often as possible. So I appreciate that, Kenny. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to relive it because this is going to be on uh, on the podcast for sure. Uh, <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Okay, outside of that epic fail, uh, did you have any uh, solid ones that we should look for? Solid highlights? Yeah. Um, yeah, I got some, like, I got a few, like, flight kills that I have on there. Um, doing my, what I, I guess now is, like, my signature, like, hop over, hop over at the line and um, kill someone from the air. Uh, I think I got some other, like, multi-kill ones on there, but I think Kenny just really enjoys, like, setting me up for failure instead so you'll see more of those than than my highlights (laughs) (laughs) that's sad sad, but hey it'd be your own people right yeah absolutely every time man every time (laughs) uh so um you mentioned you your first we kind of went off in a little tangent but i I just had to Um, of course so you mentioned your first tournament was the make-a-wish um what year was it i'm sorry that was 2016. I think it was the first, the first Make-A-Wish tournament, I think so. All right. So it was 2016. Um, you said you had a blast. So clearly, like, even after you lost and ever, after everyone left, like, you just – you were hooked from the moment, right? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, outside of, like, the jerseys and the strategy, was there any particular, like, thing about it that you were hooked by? Or was it just the whole presentation of, like, how the people were playing and jerseys and stuff like that? Yeah, I think it was a lot of the presentation of just how they were playing. Like, I, like knowing that this is something that, because I've always been like a highly competitive person, like growing up um, with everything that I've done, uh, and just seeing like how elevated the like the play was with like play calling and how hard these people were throwing, and I'm like, yo, this is this is intense. I like this. This is the, this is where I want to be at. <laughs> <laughs> um. I, I'm curious, was this a foam tournament or 8.5? So this was foam. So yeah, I started off with foam and the league that um, played that I ended up joining after this was strictly just a foam league as well. So that's all I knew at the time. I didn't even know 8.5 was a thing until like way later. <laughs> so uh, when, when did you get into uh, 8.5 or who got you into that? Oh man, uh, 8.5 didn't come for like a while. So after playing in that foam league for a long time, um, I started to find out that there were other leagues in Phoenix, um, such as like Phoenix Dodgeball, NDO. Um, and I knew that they played with different balls. Like once people started to introduce me to those, and even then that none of those leagues were using 8.5 at the time. Um, so I didn't play with 8.5 until like uh, one of the Christmas tournaments, one of the deck the balls tournaments that happened. I want to say like maybe 2018, 2017, something like that. <laughs> Um, and that was my first time playing with 8.5 and I hated it. <laughs> I absolutely hated it. I was like, I can't, I can't hold this thing. My hands aren't built for this. Like I'm so used to foam. Um, I was like, this hurts like hell. Like, <laughs> like it's complete. It's night and day difference. <laughs> so, um, you mentioned you were uh, very competitive growing up. Uh, what sports did you, um, what sports did you play growing up and did either of them help you in uh, transitioning to dodgeball? Yeah, I think I've, I think a lot of it's helped with just being like pretty athletically gifted, I guess is the best way to put it. I've always gotten into some sort of sport. So growing up, uh, I think the first sport I ever played was like T-ball or something like that as a, as a, <laughs> as a, as a wee lad. Um, <laughs> And then uh, growing up, I always got further into like dodgeball or not, sorry, not dodgeball. I got, we played dodgeball for a little bit in elementary school, but that ended up getting taken away due to uh, like 
a lot of schools weren't really happy with us playing dodgeball. They thought it was like bullying and uh, it was a lot of controversial stuff that went along with that. So like we really didn't get to play much in school. So most of the time I was playing basketball. Uh, I play football outside with friends, things like that. Um, but basketball was like my, my love. Like I played basketball every single year of my, like my life growing up. Um, and I was luckily, I had my, my dad also super, super athletic. So, uh, he taught, he always coached all my basketball teams. He was always there to like, help me like perfect form on whatever sport I wanted to go to, whatever it was, whether it was like soccer or anything that I was getting into, he was always trying to get involved and make sure like I like leveled up in whatever sport I played nice so you 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 were pretty athletic growing up then yeah absolutely yeah it was always outside basketball skateboarding something like that so I was always pretty active as a kid (laughs) and so you just felt like not one sport but just the fact that you were just very uh athletic and sporty you would have adapted to any sport really fine if given the chance yeah definitely I'm always down to like try something new or any type of sport um whether I'm bad at it or not i think that if i am bad at it i think i'll be more inclined to like keep at it to try to get to a point of like how how good can i get at this sport so i think that kind of <laughs> sucked me in with dodgeball as well so <laughs> <laughs> uh so when you started dodgeball like what did you notice like your what i call your initial trait like what were you good at right off the bat were uh, you good at dodging were you good at throwing catching yeah i think it was my main thing is I, I knew how to move like i could I was good at dodging a lot and was, it was also a good trait of mine, but it was also something as I got better, I learned that it was also something that was bad at the same time. Um, There's a lot of times where like I was moving unnecessarily. I'm doing these like crazy, like dives and like (laughs) rolling around and stuff like that. I'm like, all right, as I got better, I'm like, okay, I'm doing way too much. now. (laughs) Let's dial it back. Let's focus more on like, catching was focused more on trying to get like a stronger throw but yeah when I first started off I was like I had a pretty decent arm it was okay um but yeah I was definitely hard to hit yeah uh, I would definitely agree with that for sure that still remains true and I'm pretty (laughs) sure it will be even after a year of not playing yeah yeah definitely (laughs) I've been trying my best to stay in shape so (laughs) how have you uh adapted to the pandemic I mean now that we're almost going to be out of it but like what did you do to like kind of stay in shape so to speak and stay busy yeah uh, so pre-covid i was playing dodgeball like every tuesdays and thursdays um and then like i think i was playing kickball at the time on like sunday so like i had some sort of like activity like three times a week at least so that kept me in shape but yeah once the pandemic had hit that all goes away so um what I did was just try to replace those certain days with just like normal working out. Um, So like I tried to put together my own program. I was looking up like YouTube stuff, just like following like exercise routines on, on YouTube. Um, And then I got super addicted to it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, I got, ended up started working out like almost every day um, for like over the whole course of the pandemic. Um, and then I started to cut it back a little bit just because like, I wanted to give myself more time to like rest. I started doing heavier stuff. And, um, so I've been trying to just make sure that my body's still ready in shape. Um, and then as we got closer to once the vaccine's been more ready, more readily available, 
uh, what we've been doing is we've been putting together like little small practice groups uh, full of like vaccinated people where we're actually able to still continue like getting back into the dodgeball mindset and playing again. So it's been good. Nice. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I definitely agree. Like uh, I was on that train as well. I mean, you kind of, I, I didn't really start taking too many days off. And I mean, it kind of hurt me a few times, but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I just told myself to, you know, and I'm pretty sure you did this. You, you had the same approach, like, you know, stay ready. So you don't have to get ready. Exactly. Cause I figured that was part of my motivation. Cause I figured that there were some people that were like also working out during this pandemic as well. And I was like, well, I don't want them to pass me up. Like I've, I've made so much progress to get to this point. Like I can't let it slip now. So I wanted to make sure I was, I was ready once, once a like whenever stuff is ready to go back and get back into tournaments, I want to be good to go. Oh yeah, for sure. I definitely agree with that approach. Um, and I'm looking forward to it. So uh, if there's a tournament out there in Phoenix, I'll definitely uh, make an appearance. I'm yeah. ready. I'm, I'm already set to go. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you should hear something fairly soon. Uh, something should be announced pretty soon as far as uh, Phoenix tournaments coming up. I know, uh, uh, Joe has something in the works. I'm not sure if it's 100% public yet, but just, you should hear some news. Sounds good. Um, well, this will, this episode will drop on Friday. So maybe we'll hear something before then, if not a little bit after. Yeah. Somewhere around then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'm going to ask you to kind of be a little introspective. Uh, I want you to break down your uh, play style. And we can kind of go into if there's any differences between you playing foam or 8.5. Um, like, how would you describe yourself as a player? Like, I, I can honestly say, yeah, you're very elusive, very athletic. Um, anything you care to add to that? Yeah. Um, let's see. Breaking down my play style. Oh, that's interesting. So typically, I usually play corner uh, on whatever team I play on. I uh, try to be as elus as elusive as possible. I try to be as tough to get out as possible. Um, I'll also work really hard to bait your team to give up balls as much as possible. Um, just because, like, I know that I I'm really confident in my ability to like block and stay alive. So if I can get you to waste some ammo, I'll definitely uh, work to do that. Uh, man, I'm trying to think. That's majority of my gameplay. I try to. I, I think I'm a little bit of a little flashy as well sometimes with uh, some of my movements as well. Um, not on purpose. I mean, maybe a little bit on purpose, but <laughs> maybe a little bit on purpose. <laughs> but I like to have fun out there. It's 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 it's. Although it's super competitive, it's a sport. I still want to make sure that I'm having fun in, in the way that I play as well. So hopefully, you have fun playing against me as well. Um, but yeah, I think there's throughout the like throughout our practices that we've been doing now lately, uh, I've been trying to do a lot a lot more well-roundedness. So I've been practicing more of like trying to play without a ball because I've always played corner. So typically you always have a ball in that position. Uh, so now I'm just trying to make myself a little bit more well-rounded and um, practicing getting better at catching and things like that. So uh, yeah, I would say uh, you're definitely very elusive. I often see you on the corner. Uh, I I will I will say this now. The first time I played against you, I honestly thought you were um, kind of like Alan. Yeah, like I can you, see like, 
with the way he jumps and dodges and stuff like that. You just didn't do any like trick throws or anything. Mm-hmm. So nah, yeah, uh, that makes a lot of sense. Um, the very first league that I played in, Alan was in it. And um, I think I learned a lot from watching him because he was in that league. He was the like the star player of that league at the time. So a lot of stuff that I picked up early on into dodgeball is probably from watching him and learning from him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I just remember thinking like, okay, this guy just jumps around a lot like Alan straight up. And and I've known Alan for, geez, 10 years. Oh, man. <laughs> so you're like the younger Alan in that sense. That's so weird to say because I'm pretty sure we're like the same age. <laughs> 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 oh, wow. Um. All right. So, okay, another tangent. You, you know Gage, right? Yeah, of course. So I had Gage on, I want to say, two weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago, maybe three and you know semi-spoiler alert you guys should listen to his interview but um he told me that he actually watched alan on youtube before he met him okay and um it's funny that you say that you guys are roughly the same age because you still look like you're in high school (laughs) i get that a lot i get like (laughs) like i'm i'm gonna just i'm gonna just get on you right now just like i got on gauge you i don't know what it is out there but you guys just don't age at all you guys don't age at all yeah, it's it's strange, man. It's it's a it's a gift and a curse. It's a <laughs> I forget. I, it was one of the tournaments. Uh, I think it was in C. No, it was Portland. Uh, one of the Portland tournaments. After the tournaments, I think it was also the same weekend that Deadpool two came out. And I <laughs> and I got carded to see it because the movie is rated R. I got carded to see that movie after the tournament, and I've never been so upset <laughs> at a tur- <laughs> during a tournament weekend in my life. <laughs> <laughs> i mean it, it'll happen to you man i mean i don't, I don't know what it is i mean it, i i mean I'm, I'm just gonna say it right now I, i'm forgetting who this actor is I don't, i'm forgetting what's his name but you kind of remind me of that curly hair kid from a uh, high school musical <laughs> oh um this is named corbin blue Corbin, is it Corbin Blue? Yeah. Something like that. I have been you called that a few times too. You kind of remind me of him. Uh, <laughs> don't ask why. You I, just, I know you're taller, but you, it's the curl, he hasn't man. aged either. <laughs> <laughs> you were probably his stunt double, weren't you? Hey, I, I would love <laughs> I'll take a piece of that check for sure. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Uh, that and. Uh, I don't know. You know what? Um, I'll just say it. Um, a- after we were done recording, um, apparently there was a Pat Mahomes story. <laughs> Care to share that? Yeah, that's uh, also another post-tournament. This is a, oh man, which I can't remember exactly which tournament this was, but we were out with uh, uh, with Gage and I think Joe DeFuria too. Um, we went to go get some food after a tournament. Um and we were done after we were done eating we're on our way out and walking down the street and i just hear somebody yelling like down the street hey yo pat 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 and i'm like yo that's not me (laughs) i'm like a skinnier pat mahones like come on now (laughs) and my hair is longer so i had this haircut first so (laughs) <laughs> i will attest yes he has <laughs> <laughs> i 
I'm sure you would be you wouldn't mind taking a piece of that check if anything. Oh, absolutely. I'm gonna start using it to my advantage. I'm gonna see if I can get like VIP at like certain places. Be like, yeah, I'm Pat. (laughs) (laughs) What you need to do, you need to get like a um, just just rock a Kansas City Chiefs jersey. Always rock that everywhere you go. Anything Kansas City Chiefs related, just rock it. I don't even care if it's not your team. Just rock it to kind of sell that illusion. You might get discounts. You got. You might get people. You know sacrificing their first warranty i don't know <laughs> just take advantage of it all right i'm gonna go i'm gonna look up some kansas city like warm-ups and uh just rock some some sunglasses and see if it'll see what it'll do for me <laughs> i mean and now i think about it like you you do you you do occasionally do some aerial throws as well like there's this one throw in the super bowl that ended up being an incompletion mm-hmm. but Pat was like parallel to the floor, almost flying when he made this throw. Did, I see the parallels. Fo- I see the huh? parallels. No, I see the parallels between this. This is maybe I am the the Pat Mahomes of of dodgeball. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> you sir have been dubbed. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we'll we'll definitely work with that for sure. Um, <laughs> Pat Mahomes of dodgeball. <laughs> Only on the podcast, right? Only on um, the podcast. <laughs> so getting back to getting back to the interview at hand, um, you rank your favorite ball types from your least favorite to your primary favorite. All right. Yeah, I definitely think I have some bias with starting off with. Wait, which wait, wait, wait which direction do we want to go? Least favorite to. Well, I said least to your most, but okay. you can do yeah, either or. Least. We'll start with least. So least, with least. favorite is. 8.5 for sure uh, and i don't hate 8.5 anymore i just uh i don't love it it's not my it's not my favorite and i think like i said it's probably biased because I, it's the last ball i ever played with um after that just slightly above that is no sting of course and then my favorite my all-time favorite of course foam foam is king <laughs> <laughs> man I, I love foam uh, all right, make your case for it. What what what's about uh, foam that you like, other than the fact that you started with it? Yeah. So other than starting with it, I think that the. So when I look at all the different ball types, I look at it as what's the, what's the point of entry to play this ball type, competitively, and then also what's the skill ceil- ceiling look like for that ball type, and I feel like foam has the lowest barrier of entry. It's really. Like it's a lightweight ball. It's easy for anybody to play it. You don't, you don't have to have these giant hands in order to grip the ball. Everyone can really get into a foam game and play it to some degree. And then the skill ceiling for foam is super high because of the amazing things that you can do with the foam ball as far as like different ways of throwing it, the different curves, different angles that it can come in at. Um, I feel like there's just so much more of a, like a wider range of skills that you can get out of foam where that you don't get the same out of like 8.5 and a little bit less in no sting. All right. That's a pretty solid argument there. Thank you. I appreciate um, that. <laughs> <laughs> not to get into it too much, but I would say um, for me, my favorite ball type is 8.5, but I enjoy playing foam a little bit better. It's a little more dynamic for me, and it probably fits my play style a little more. But yeah, you made a lot of the same uh, arguments that uh, 
I, w- I would have made if I was in your position. So yeah, absolutely. I will say that with when it comes to eight point five, it does require. It's a lot more heavier on teamwork. Like teamwork is far more necessary in eight point five than it is in like foam and nosting, at least in my experience. Um, so I think if depending on what your play style is and what you rather prefer, it's easier to be like the you can carry a team in foam a lot more easily than I think you could in like an eight point five. That's just in my, my in my opinion. Yeah, pretty solid, pretty solid argument there. I'll, I'll say. <laughs> Wait, did you just clap your uh, clap for yourself? Oh no, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, Wait I'm not. A, I mean, I'm not above that. But no, that's not what I did. <laughs> I was like, what did that sound? What was that sound? Sorry, now I was drinking something at a protein shake this morning, so a little shaker oh. fell. Oh, gotcha. That's fine. I'm drinking some water now. Um, <laughs> So did you have any uh, role models growing up and do you have any role models in dodgeball? Yeah. Growing up, I would say my biggest role model was probably my dad as cheesy as generic as that may sound. Uh, But my, my dad was a dad is, I don't want to say was, he's still alive. Um, My dad is a extremely talented athlete. Um, He was a golden glove, golden glove boxer taught me how to box he played uh, football for the a team called the Sky Kings in the Air Force uh, back in England. Uh, he's taught me everything I know about playing basketball. He is he was my biggest role model, and he was always my coach. Like I said, for everything that I did. Um, so, like seeing everything that he's accomplished as as an athlete is like a lot of my motivation of like how I like how badly I want to continue to get better and like in whatever I do, whether it's dodgeball and life and other sports, I'm always striving to like be as great as he as he is. And in dodgeball, in dodgeball, it's tough because like I. I when I look at dodgeball, I don't, I don't really look at everybody as like a, a like I don't try to idolize anybody in dodgeball. I don't really try to um, look at it that way, just because like a lot of these people are my competition and they're also my peers at the same time. Um, so I don't want to like get onto the court and be like, oh no, so and so is here. Like, <laughs> hope he notices oh, no, me. No. <laughs> <laughs> but um, there's definitely some people that do inspire me to continue to get better, um, especially here, like with the people that I play with in Phoenix, like. If, I feel like the talent pool here in Phoenix of being able to get into dodgeball and having the opportunity to regularly practice with like all these people who are like USA players, such as like Dylan, um, Ketchum, Cedro, um, all these like great players around here. It's like, it's super motivating. I, I really look up to them um, as far as like being able to see like what I can potentially achieve one day in dodgeball. Yeah. Um <clears throat> Not to toot your own horn, but or well, I'm going to do it. But yeah, uh, Arizona does have a pretty solid talent pool. Um, I would say, especially in the West, I mean, a lot of the best players. I would say a good portion of the best players come from Arizona, whether Phoenix or Tucson. But you guys are well represented in the dodgeball community in that sense, and on the uh, international sense. So you do have a lot of. Uh, I don't want to say inspiring idols, but you do have some, a lot of uh, inspiration out there to draw from. So I respect that. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so, yeah, no, I I would definitely agree. Um, Because as far, as long as I've been playing, uh, Arizona has always consistently produced solid players, whether an 8.5 or foam or both. 
Yeah, no, I was very lucky to have my dodgeball start here for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So you have a pregame ritual before a tournament? Uh, Yeah, I do, kind of. I feel like my pregame ritual has evolved over the time. Like now that I've gone to like more and more like competitions and tournaments, it's kind of changed. Um, But for the most part, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, what I was going to say. So then um, what did you used to do versus what you would do now? Yeah. If you could have evolved. Yeah. So what I used to do, I used to get super, super nervous (laughs) about (laughs) like just performing well. Um, So what I used to do, I used to bring music a lot and like bring like headphones and like jam out to um, some music. Typically, I'd listen to like something that's going to amp me up. So like I'll listen to like a lot of like... uh, a lot more like heavier rap i'll listen to some post hardcore or some like drum and bass type stuff just to kind of get me into like an amped up mood uh and then i would just like mentally like go over like what uh, what i need to do what i need to not do um and then start like and then start warming up of course like i'd grab a ball and like just throw it at a wall for like a good five to ten minutes or something like that just getting warmed up and uh, as i started to go to more tournaments i stopped doing all of that stuff um so i stopped getting as nervous so i don't really have to listen to like music to like put myself in the mood like i already know what to expect from myself now um and i also stopped like warming up as hard as i used to i feel like i feel like a lot of people will like grab a ball and like throw as hard as they can at a wall to get warmed up and it, like honestly it feels like i'm kind of wasting some power there <laughs> like you can only you only get so many throws in a day before your arm starts to starts to feel it so like um yeah just warm up less heavy like i'll just like go through the motions maybe throw it like 60 percent speed at the wall um but one of the things i started doing that i really like a lot is especially if we go to like a new court is i'll like pace the court before we start playing and do like a little like like some laps around the or like just walk around the court just to get comfortable in the space like in the same way that like if a like a boxer or like an mma fighter gets into the ring usually they'll circle the ring Ah, I see. And it's for me, it's like a mental thing of like getting used to like getting used to like the the court, getting used to your battleground essentially, like where you're gonna play at, and feeling comfortable there before you even start playing. No, I definitely, I definitely see what you mean. Um, yeah, you see this a lot with either you know boxing or UFC or Bellator or One FC. Like you'll always see like when they walk in the the cage or the ring they'll do like a little circle around and they get to their corner. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Kind of get. Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of stole the same, same thing. thing. Yeah. <laughs> it, feels, it helps, man. It helps. It kind of helps you get used to where you're going to be playing at. And it also helps with like creating some peripheral vision of like, so like a lot of things I'll do is like, I'll walk backwards um, from like the middle line back to the back line, just so I can get used to like, what can I see out of my peripheral vision when I get to the back line? So like, I don't overstep it or something like that. And, um, so a lot more, I do a lot more practical stuff to, for my rituals instead now. <laughs> <laughs> no, that makes sense. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I used to do the same things when I was in martial arts and just like either circle the mat or whatever. Um, yeah. And you, you definitely detail that really, really well. Uh, just get used to your space, used to the boundaries, um, knowing where the lines are so you don't step out, whether you're going back or not just getting your peripheral sharpened up, mapping it out in your mind so you can execute it. So that's really, uh, really, uh, intelligent of you. 
to break that down like that. Thank you. Appreciate that. Thank you. I'll give you, I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> you see, I don't have to just roast people. I I, I give compliments too. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every once in a while. Or you could be like Gage and get all these jokes. Um, <laughs> all right. So um, any particular uh, tracks you listen to um, when you did listen to music? uh yeah so uh one of my fa- <laughs> i have like a list of like my favorite songs that'll like help me amp help amp myself up um one of them is dangerous by the xx um i'll listen to like a lot of dance gavin dance so whether like we own the night or uh rock solid's one of my favorite songs from them as well um if i'm talking rap I don't know. I'll probably throw on like some like Freddie Gibbs or like <laughs> Jay Z or something like that, just to kind of get nice. into, like, into that mood. <laughs> All right. I hear you. Yeah. Not many people know who Freddie Gibbs is, but hey, they should. They should. <laughs> should Grammy nominated just recently. <laughs> should have won yeah. though, but it's all good. <laughs> who, who won that? Uh, he he lost to Nas, so like he can't be too mad. But like, yeah, Nas put out a project last year and got in. Uh, he ended up getting it. It was his first Grammy. Uh, all right, all right. So, so first, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I I, I can see that. <laughs> all right, so um, yeah, <laughs> kind of got off in a music tangent. Um, it's I try to be disciplined with, with these. Nah, I try to be disciplined. <laughs> Uh, but th- this was actually really a fun one, so uh, I'll let that slide. Um, so we're going to go into the crowdsource questions, and you were asked quite a bit from these gentlemen here, starting with Daniel Chamberlain. Uh, we're going to break it down just because it seems easier to digest. What is your hair care routine? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> It's a it's a great question. It's me mostly just experimenting and hoping for the best. If anyone actually has some good hair care routines that they want to share with me, I'll absolutely take it. Uh, but me, I've just been like trying different products. Like every once I run out of one bottle, like hey, okay, I'll try this one now. <laughs> like, um, so I, I mean, if you have to ask, I mean, I, that's probably a, a good sign that something's working. So I, I appreciate that. <laughs> well, I, I will say. That would have been my question for sure, uh, if I if I wasn't the one interviewing. So yeah. you always have what I call commercial quality hair, like just like you would be a hair model if you know Pantene Pro V reached out to you. That would be great. Once we get some uh, some solid dodgeball sponsorships, maybe that's who I'll reach out to. <laughs> 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 All right. So. Oh, Daniel. Um, next question, Daniel asks, "What do you?" What are his plans for Elite? Okay, well, it's no longer Elite, so it's Premiere. So uh, what are your plans for Elite, Premiere? Um, yes. I don't know. Like, what do, what do you expect from this upcoming season? If, uh, I think that's what he's meaning to ask. Okay. Yeah, so this will be my first time playing with Arsenal um, as a team for, for a league. So I think my expectations for this is just kind of getting used to playing on a on a new team. Um, and I don't know, I'm, I'm excited. I think I have a lot of pressure on me 
now, which I'm actually pretty excited about to play with a group of people that um, wanted me for a, like for, for a reason. So I want to make sure that they feel good about their choice of adding me onto the team. Um, and yeah, I feel like Arsenal has always been a pretty well-placing team as well. And I just want to make sure that my addition is to help elevate that. So we'll, we'll see how it goes when, once, if that season starts anytime soon. <laughs> Still waiting word. Um, I know. You, you and me both, bro. <laughs> I heard that. Uh, next one. We kind of touched on it, but uh, if you want to rehash it, um, who inspires who, who inspires him? In Do- okay, no. Who inspires you in dodgeball? Hmm. Uh, you mentioned hard. Dylan. You mentioned Ketchum and uh, Isidro. Anyone else or... Yeah, I think those are, like, my main inspirations right now, especially, like, seeing how much, like, work they put in to get to where they are. Um, I, I A lot of my inspiration is from people locally, of course, because I see these people all the time. Um, I would say even, like, Alan as well, um, and seeing, like, how, like, hard he's been working out. Like, being, like, someone like Alan who was already, like, pretty talented alone and then deciding, like, all right, I'm going to get – even more like even stronger even bigger than it was before um that's a huge inspiration as well and i like i love seeing like everybody post about like what they're doing and what they've been up to and seeing like everyone's progress as far as like fitness wise and skill wise and um, that's the type of stuff that really inspires me nice um any personal goals you have for dodgeball oh yeah absolutely so i actually i try to keep like a uh uh, an obtainable bucket list of like dodgeball goals on my list. Um, and actually being on this podcast was one of them. So I can check that one off now. So this nice. is, this has been a, a, a goal of mine to get to a point where like someone would want to listen to my story. So that, I guess that's cool. Um, <laughs> as far as like upcoming goals, um, I, I think one of, one of my big goals is to at least get a top three placing in a regional type tournament i haven't haven't really gotten there yet um so i'm excited to do that with arsenal we're definitely gonna make that happen for sure um other goals like far off goals i want to make sure i want to really prove myself at uh with an opportunity to get to the combine would be another goal of mine as well um because eventually i do want i do want to try to strive to get to that international level if i can get there so but we're talking baby steps right now, so we'll get we'll get there eventually. <laughs> I mean, talk about all your steps. This episode's about you. Like, what are your goals, man? Whether they're long-winded, whether they're you know within grasp right now, like this is your time. So if you want to state everything, go for it. You know, don't don't be <laughs> intimidated by the moment that it may not be happening soon. Understand that you're determined enough to do it, and if it's on your list, go ahead, state it, man. Don't be nervous. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I don't want to. I don't want to talk too much about it because, like, I, I like the, I like the idea of silent success at those at the same time. Like, these are certain certain goals that I do have in my mind. I don't want to put them out there and then like not do them. And like, hey, remember that goal that you thought you were gonna do, <laughs> and then you didn't. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't want to end up like that. But those are just a few a few of the small goals. I got some other stuff on my list too, but I'm gonna I'm gonna keep those to me until they happen. <laughs> are they dodgeball related or life? Oh, of course, dodgeball. Well, dodgeball related, of course. Fair enough. All right. Just curious. Um, <laughs> Eli, um, he asked also several questions on his own right. Uh, so the first one, who is on your dream team? Oh, my dream team. 
I never thought about that. That's interesting. <laughs> um, so, so I don't, re- I don't really have an idea for a dream team, but something that I do want to see, and this might be a little bit like off the question, but I, I, I want to see a, I want to see more of like a location based tournament. Like, and what I mean by that, I want to see more tournaments where like people have to build a team with the like the people that are local to them. So like, I want to see like mm. a like Phoenix based team go up against like a um, like different areas, like a, a Seattle team and like have, like have all these like city based teams like come together and like see like which city has the strongest talent pool um, or like which area or region, depending on like how, how many like people you have in that area. Um, so I would love to see that, and I would love to have the opportunity to see if I do make the that Phoenix team because <laughs> I guess that Phoenix is there's a lot of talent here. So like I would love to see them all come together all, all in one team. Um, that, that's nuts. Because um, <laughs> just looking at that now, like if I were to Nate, if I were to if I were to comprise an all Phoenix team, um, it would also be dependent on ball type. So let's say if it's foam, because you love foam, I would definitely put you on that for sure. You think so? Uh, for sure. Oh, I appreciate that. I feel like that's no, uh, uh, because because like if, if I'm looking at it like this, like if it's an 8.5 Phoenix team, that's by tough. your own admission, you might not be on it. Yeah, no, that's fair. Uh, <laughs> but if we're talking, let's say foam, because it's your favorite ball type, absolutely. Okay. Uh, I'd put you on there. I'd put Gage uh alan for sure isidro dylan ketchum um huh i'm trying to think i'm blink oh and uh baxter baxter for sure Brent baxter for sure um and then after that it could be just one more phone player i just can't really think who i would add hooch but then again i don't does he does he play phone yeah, I mean, I know he so. plays Cactus, but, like, does he play foam? Yeah. Yeah, he plays foam. He's Team Mexico. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, Jesus Christ, man. I for, man, you would think I would know this, but <laughs> <laughs> we haven't played in over a year nah, it's been so and a half. But, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, I would definitely add him as, like, my final roundup. But does he live in Phoenix, though? Yeah, he does. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this Me, is all and- compri- comprised of Phoenix-based players. <laughs> But wait, and I'm actually, sure we're probably no. I'm sure we're probably forgetting somebody too. I'm probably I'm pretty sure. Wait, how far is Peoria from Phoenix? Random question. Uh I don't know, maybe 40 30 minutes, 30 40 minutes something like that. Uh, that could leave Gage out depending on how far that is. Maybe All right, it's closer um, to Tucson. <laughs> oh, it's closer to It's closer Sorry. to Tucson is. Yeah, Tucson's like 2 hours, so. Oh, gotcha. Sorry Gage. Um <laughs> <laughs> this is the all Phoenix team. <laughs> Um, I'd count him. I mean, he's not going to find anyone else in Peoria. So, <laughs> what about? Oh, okay, you're not you're you're not wrong. Um, <laughs> all right. So, next question with Eli playing with. All right, I gotta ask: Is it Recon or Recon? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I I don't know anymore. When I joined the team, it was Recon. I've been I've caught myself multiple times calling it Recon. <laughs> It's whatever you want it to be, whatever you prefer. It's funny. You and Gage say the same thing. Uh, playing with Recon, how do you feel about the overall outcome of the team? You played with them before? Yeah, so I played with them at... Um, 
one of so essentially the way this team works is it's essentially just supposed to be like a one-off like foam tournament type team so right. we, we went to the crush that's what it was uh that was the seattle right that was the seattle tournament yeah a while back yeah um and we went as a team for that and uh we did really well i was actually pretty proud of how we how we placed or how we fared against like a lot of like stable teams that have already existed for being like a new team um so it was a cool team it was really fun to play with um yeah i don't know what's gonna happen next because i know with a lot of with the huge break that we've had and uh we've also lost players as well i don't know what's the what's the entire state of the team right now but we'll see we'll see what happens in the future um what are some things that the team can improve upon is he referring to Reckon? I'm pretty sure he's referring I, to Reckon. I, I assume he's still, yeah, I assume he's yeah. still talking about the team. Um, I don't know. I think we could probably, I think the team could focus more on like roles of each player. I think right now it's just a team of like talent, and we're just kind of like doing our own thing. Like it's just, and it just happens to be working out. Um, and I think there should be a little bit more focused on like what everybody's role is on the team and what they should be doing, and um, and adjusting to like any changes that are happening with the team. So nice um we kind of touched on this before but if you want to elaborate have you been practicing during COVID alone or with others uh, a little bit of both so uh i've been practicing alone myself uh just maybe just throwing the ball around things like that focusing on just like making sure my body's in shape to continue to play and then like i said once uh we had people actually getting the vaccine uh we've been putting together like little vaccinated practices of people um and it's been i'm ready like <laughs> it's been good I, i'm ready to go like next tournament let's 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 go you speaking my language man you ain't said nothing but a word man <laughs> <laughs> oh man um <laughs> you sounded like me a little bit wait if you don't mind me asking how old are you i just turned i turned 30 in december so yeah so i'll be turning 31 this year Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, cool. even though I look like I'm 15. <laughs> you still look like you need your driver's permit just for the record, man. That's you how like... you feel? <laughs> I mean, dude, I, I'm just saying, man, you look young. That's not a, that's not a knock. Nah, okay, that's it not. It's, it's it weird. <laughs> it's weird, though, because like, people were like, oh, man. like, Because when I first started playing, everyone was like, oh, yeah, you, you're like that young up-and-comer. And I'm like, young? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm in my 30s now. <laughs> oh, man. Um, <laughs> I mean, rock it as long as you can, I guess. I yeah, mean, that's, that's what they tell me. <laughs> go for it, man. You and Gage could be like Disney Channel extras, so. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I live in Hollywood, so I know some casting people. Hey, hit me up. <laughs> I'll play a high schooler, no problem. <laughs> like the, be the high school playing uh, AAU basketball. You're like, what, 6'3"? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, so if, for anyone who's been listening up until this point, it's clearly evident that me and Cameron had a blast recording this. And... Um, I want to first start by saying thank you, uh, Cameron, for um, hopping on and just sharing your story and just having a few laughs. And 
uh, it is going to be a little bit of a tearjerker, maybe a little gut punch of a question. But for season five, I've been asking everyone um, to kind of go in line with the theme of legacy this season. So, um, Cameron Parkey, how would you like to be remembered after you play your final game of dodgeball? Man, that's a tough question. Um, <laughs> as, as I think the simplest thing that I can think of is I hope that you had fun playing against me. I think that's that's one of my favorite things about playing this sport is the the challenge as well as like how much fun it is to overcome those challenges of playing against different types of playing styles, different types of people. Um, and I hope that everybody that I played against had fun and that's it some just as simple as that well i can honestly say yeah it's pretty simple and really spot on um i've only played against you maybe twice that i can think of mm -hmm. and i can honestly say yeah i've definitely had fun playing against you for sure uh definitely enjoyed watching your epic fail that never gets you know never gets let down um <laughs> and um I guess the first time, like the first legit time we actually hung out, because uh, every time like I've gone to Phoenix has just been in passing. Uh, I want to say it was, sad to say, 2019, Cactus Dodgeball held the Harry Potter tournament. And I can't remember if you played in that tournament, but I remember you were at the house party yes. after. Yeah, I would not play in the tournament that day, um, but I did go to the, the house party. I do remember meeting you in person yeah, yeah. it was a good time man it was good times it, and i want to say that you, you definitely added to a solid experience i had um out there um we can touch on why i didn't have such a good time last time i went out there not the time we met but the the one before mm. uh after but i wanted to say um to anyone who who knows cameron they can attest to the kind of positivity he has kind of fun spirit he brings and the athleticism and the passion he shares on the court. And to those who haven't met Cameron, I hope this episode really highlights his best traits and the fact that we joked around for the most part of this podcast and he still got his story across just really uh, emphasizes that he's just a carefree dude. And I mean, I'm, I'm kind of getting in the mood as if you were retiring and, and I know that's not the case, but um I, I hope close <laughs> no no i know that i'm just like i i just i i love this question but i hate this question because i don't want to eulogize someone yet you know yeah um but i appreciate but that I, man i appreciate it really I do. but i i do want to say that you left a solid impression with me as a player as an individual and just you know unfortunately if it is the last time um don't don't uh how do i say this don't be a stranger <laughs> you'll always have a place in the dodgeball community and this podcast will immortalize that for you oh man thank you i appreciate that i'm just trying not to tear up right now <laughs> <laughs> the same man like just realizing like this really got me too <laughs> so um i want to say first and foremost thank you so much for hopping on um it's an honor to immortalize the story and you're definitely deserving of it I and that. when this airs um people are going to know about you people are going to know about, more about cactus 
and uh, hopefully we'll see it grow once we can grow. Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much. And for anybody that actually took the time to actually listen to, to <laughs> my episode, thank you guys so much for, for tuning in. I appreciate it. All right. Um, so before we wrap this up, uh, do you have any shout outs you'd like to give? Yeah. Um, shout outs to all my Phoenix people. Uh, shout outs to Cactus Dodgeball. Shout outs to um, Kenny, of course, for getting me uh, looped into Dodgeball in the first place. Uh, <laughs> man, I'm going to forget people. Shout outs to Joe DeFuria for holding it down. Um, uh, he knows what that means, and uh, for, especially for what's to come. And um, I don't know, just shout outs to my to my to my local dodgeball family for for keeping this community tight knit and um, always being there for me whenever I needed it. So love you guys, thank you. All right, <laughs> and we will wrap this up in three, two. And that was my interview with Cameron Parkey. Cameron, thank you so much for hopping on, and. Um, <laughs> and just having having a having a blast with me. Uh I, I guess it's official. Um, because he looks like Patrick Mahomes, we're gonna call him the Pat Mahomes of Dodgeball. <laughs> uh we're making history here on the podcast. So um from reaching new countries to giving out new nicknames, uh the season has been a blast and we're only gonna get the ball rolling even more. Um, unfortunately, because of my work schedule next week, I won't be releasing an episode. But the week after, we'll be back um, be back interviewing um, <clears throat> uh, Clay Austin uh, from, well, uh, he's in Kansas City, but he's from New Orleans. So I'll set that, uh, set that interview up for next, not next Friday, but the next Friday. <laughs> um, you know, adulting sucks, but it's got to be done. So um, if you've been with me up until this point, thank you so much. Take care and have a wonderful day.